Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. All right, what is your brother's name, Joanna? <laughs> His name is James. James, call your sister right this moment and say thank you. <laughs> Do it now. <laughs> Look, don't, don't get me wrong. If I need something done. If I pick him, he'll make it happen. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, he shows it in other ways yeah. through caring for you. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Hi everybody, my name is Steph. And I'm June, and you're listening to List Me Tender, where we delve into bucket lists to do before you turn 30. So today we are on episode 4, and uh, we are talking about finances today. Did you want to read us the short blurb? It might seem too early to make retirement plans, but there's no harm in saving early, right? Even if it's just $50 a month, doesn't matter, save that much. Every single penny counts. You don't know what the future has in store for you, hence it's always good to be on the safer side and to have enough money in your bank account so that if one fine day there's a problem, you'll have enough funds to support yourself. Also, no matter how small it might look now, by the time you'll hit your 60s, this will turn into a huge amount thanks to the magic of compound interest. Ooh, what is compound interest? Uh, so personally, I'm going to put it out there. I'm quite bad with finances. And in hindsight, I wish I would have done things a little bit differently in my 20s. For example, not spending so much of my money, money buying clothes. Also today, I would like to introduce our special guest onto the show. Um, her name is Joanna and she's a very, very good friend of mine. I have known her for... Oh my gosh, how long have I known Joe now? Uh, 13? 13 years. Um, and the reason why I've invited Joe onto this show is because I personally have so much respect for Joe because she has done, has always been good. Even I've known her through uni and she's always been good with saving money. Mm-hmm. And more impressively, Joe has put her little brother through university, mm, which amazing. I find amazing yeah so welcome to our show joe welcome joe <laughs> thanks steph thanks june do you want to introduce yourself a little bit yeah sure hi everyone um i'm joanna and i'm living in um sydney in australia and um i mm-hmm. I, I was from malaysia and I, I came to um sydney for university when i was 18 um and since then mm-hmm. i've you know finished uni and um, worked here a couple of years went overseas and came back again and i'm settled now back in sydney so just for a way of background, as soon as I asked Daph about this episode's topic, Daph was like, we must get Joe on. She is the best. <laughs> so I'm really, really curious. Tell us a little bit about your background and, and why Daph kind of looks up to you in this regard. Well, first of all, I'm flattered. Um, and I guess, um, you know, 
I, I guess in some ways it's part of our culture and it could be um, a Chinese or an Asian culture that is always about let's save money for a rainy day um, mm-hmm. you know let's save money for the future mm-hmm. you've got to you've got to work hard um, when you're in school um, primary school through to um, secondary school so that you, you get to a good university and you know after university you need to get a good job you need to you need to earn money you need to be able to support yourself you need to afford all the luxuries in life so I think it's been instilled in our, our cultural values since we were young um, but having said that mm-hmm. um I guess for me personally, um, when when I when when I was in high school, my my parents split up, and right. it sort of I was given I guess in some ways the responsibility that I'll have to take care of my younger brother who is ten years younger than me, and wow. and you know I I took that on I took that on, and so yep. when I came to Sydney, I guess the focus was okay, great, my parents are paying for my uni, but we were quite uncertain about the future as to where they'll be going, so I sort of went okay. I, I'll have four years to finish my uni. After that, I've got to I've got to get a good job. I've mm. got to start saving and thinking about my younger brother, which is ten years away from me. When you talk about you know think about finances, when I start thinking about it, I think that milestone would be you know achieving um, you know reaching that budget to put my brother through the uni. Um, right. And I and I guess you, you always have to reevaluate where you're at. So um, to be honest, it was quite difficult um, being mm. an international um, student in in Australia, um, finding a job after university it was challenging you got to take what comes by um so yeah. i mean I, I took i took what came yeah. by and we would have graduated around the global financial crisis, crisis right? yeah exactly and mm-hmm. you know even though my first the first job i i took was paying me um i, I can't remember i think it was like 35 grand per annum i just took it anyway because it's oh still it's, it's still money mm-hmm. it's still money it's gonna pay for mm-hmm. my rent it's gonna pay for my food and expenses in australia yeah. and it's just i guess in some ways you would say just sucking it up and then you know hope for the best and with experience you can get something better um so yeah mm-hmm. and i think um that's that's how i i um i went through through that and i i i realized that you know i, I don't think i would have been able to um, achieve my financial goals by just um continuing being in australia um at the same time i think right. personally i always want to travel so i i look for opportunities elsewhere and um yeah. I'm going to jump in really quickly here. So yeah. <laughs> Joe, uh, Joe used to be a, an air hostess for Emirates. And can I say that like Joe was really, really, she really chased that one hard. Because I remember, Joe, you had your first interview or the first whatever they call it, the session. Yeah. And I remember yeah. like, you didn't get it. But then you yeah. actually flew to Brisbane or Gold Coast. Yes. I, what? Because you were like, it's there's, there's less people that apply there, so my chances of getting in will be higher if I go to Brisbane and interview oh my versus God. being in yeah. Sydney. So it's amazing. Kudos to Joe because a she wanted to travel, and you know she just found the opportunity mm-hmm. and really went for it. You're absolutely right. I I you know for me it was um yep cabin crew opportunity um you know it, it's living in in Dubai yeah. it, it's tax free yeah um it's it's all all accommodation expenses paid and I sort of. Um, like realized that what I what I'll be earning would be more than what I'll be getting mm-hmm. at my current job in Australia. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I won't have all these additional expenses that I'll have to pay for mm-hmm. because when I was in Australia, I, I have to say I think fifty percent of my 
weekly paycheck would have went to rental yeah. because I was living alone um, and then rental is not cheap yeah. in Australia cost of living is pretty high here in Sydney I thought it was probably um, the best opportunity for me because without that experience as a cabin crew I, I, you know financially I wouldn't be able to save up for my brother right. um, and secondly I wouldn't be able to get the job opportunity that I am in at the moment mm. so I, I currently work for Qantas I'm still in the aviation industry mm. um, and that's great and, and it's all from that exposure of being, being a cabin crew and working working in the airline yeah Yeah. that's incredible tenacity for you to like go to another city and you know go hard after what you actually wanted and balancing the fact that you wanted to travel and saw this as an opportunity to allow you to do that while not sacrificing your financial goals it's amazing yeah Yeah. i want to ask a little bit about your telling us about when your parents divorced and then immediately there was this expectation that you would financially care for your brother at any point did you kind of struggle with that or challenge that or was it something that you definitely just accepted immediately and worked towards I guess yeah because I I imagine that would be difficult for any teenager to be like told that they're going to be responsible for a whole nother human yeah to be honest I think I think when it's sort of like put on you that you know you're the older sister you need to take care of your brother mm-hmm. I think you just sort of take that on but absolutely I think there were times when you know when you're struggling financially yourself mm-hmm. and I, I remember this this was probably in my first couple of years um you know starting work in in Sydney it's like oh my god I'm never gonna achieve that mm-hmm. um uh, maybe maybe my maybe I'll my brother will just have to you know get by with whatever he can mm. um and I was upset it was upsetting at times where it's like oh my god I've you know I have this responsibility and it's not fair mm. what about my life mm. um and and, and I, th- I think when I even when I moved back to Sydney after saving that money there were times when you know I was about to get married and, and you sort of go like oh I still got to pay off you know for my brother's university's fees mm. what about my life when am I gonna start mm. my you know when am I gonna you know, just want to splurge money on something I, I can't. But I had a very, I have a very supportive husband, so that's great. Um, he's, mm-hmm. I think it was important. Um, I, I think his support was was really important, and right. he was very so encouraging all the time. Yeah, he did. From. He mm-hmm. absolutely, and and I think that makes that absolutely makes a difference. Yeah, yeah. And does your brother appreciate it? <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I'm gonna make I'm gonna make him listen to this episode. <laughs> yeah, I hope he's crying tears of thankfulness right now. Oh, <laughs> uh, he's he's just finished university. He's seriously looking for a job. But having said that, he's he's done pretty all right for himself. Like he's still looking for a job, but he's working on a casual basis somewhere. And I think we're nice. all very proud of him that he's done that. Aww, that's um, so great. All right, what is your brother's name, Joanna? <laughs> His name is James. James, call your sister right this moment and say thank you. <laughs> <laughs> do it now <laughs> look don't, don't get me wrong if I need something done if I call him he'll make it happen yeah, so, yeah. You know, he shows it in other ways yeah. through caring for you yeah, yeah exactly so it sounds yeah. like caring for your brother's university fees was quite a big financial milestone and you mentioned kind of getting married and things were there other outside of that university uh, degree that you were saving for were there other financial milestones that you were wanting to meet did you have goals but for me personally I, I always sort of felt that I need to earn a certain amount 
in my yearly income to to sort of make myself feel that I've made it in life, yeah. and I think I've I've achieved that. Um, so I always think like if you're earning seventy seventy five grand in Australia, you're I guess average or above average, and you would have made it in life. Right. And I'm there. So, so you actually had a me, number <laughs> in mind. You had a number. I had a number. <laughs> Where was that number yeah, from? Since, since I don't know. I think when when I graduated from uni, and I think back then the fresh grad salary was like forty or forty five right. grand per annum. That's so the it's average. Like so then, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And nowadays it's like I think it's sixty or sixty five mm-hmm. per annum. Quick question, Joe. Do you have a budget? Do you review it? Is it something that you do? Um, I think I had a budget plan when I was saving for my brother's university mm-hmm. fees, but right now I I don't, mm-hmm. um, and, and that's because I mm-hmm. I I've done what I need to do to save for my brother's mm-hmm. fees. Um, the only thing um, I have now is I guess keeping track of um, ensuring that. So I my my husband and I we bought a property, mm-hmm. so it's just ensuring that um, the. Thank you. Yeah. So it's just ensuring that the monthly rental income, um, and then I, I make sure I top up the difference for the loan. Mm-hmm. I, I guess that's just you know you just set an automatic um, um, deduction from your from your bank account mm-hmm. to the loan account. Um, and I think, like what Dev said, when you're in your twenties, you spend a lot of money on all these clothes and things <laughs> that you probably don't need. And I think now in my 30s and about to start a family you you realize that there are a lot of things you don't need i think i'm i'm the kind who's um who's learned how to be quite um savvy with finding deals and things like that mm. so i i never just go to the shop and buy something right. um i used to i used to work in um in retail um so i do know what the markups are and what the profit oh. margins are for items and things like that and i'm quite open you know nowadays it's um you know it's all about you know, I'm, I'm quite starting to get a bit more environmentally conscious with what I do as well. Mm-hmm. So I do enjoy going to Facebook Marketplace to look for items mm-hmm. that might be secondhand or near new, or or someone who has gotten something as a gift and they don't want it anymore. Mm-hmm. So, um, and th- and that saves saves you money. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you know, you get Definitely. something for more th- for a fraction of the price. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. yeah. Um, for our listeners, Joe is heavily pregnant as we speak. <laughs> When's your due date? <laughs> um, yeah, due end of the year, thirtieth <laughs> of December. So kind of on that topic of reflecting what your spending habits were versus now, are there any big kind of financial mistakes that you felt you made that you wish you could tell yourself not to do with this new like wisdom and perspective? I think maybe back when, if I were to tell myself in my 20s, like maybe just don't party and drink too much, <laughs> you know? All that alcohol at Don't go out to the... <laughs> Yeah, don't, don't go out to the bar too much. Just get a box of wine and have it at home and then go out after. A box, not even a bottle, a box. A box, get yeah. The Instead of going out to the bar and paying, you know, $10, $15 for a cocktail and sipping it, you know, sipping like five or six um, glasses throughout the night. Um, that's mm. what I would tell myself. Super yeah, um, there's no need. There's no. I mean, I used to love, um, you know, getting the newest technology and things like that. I probably would tell myself, you know, don't splurge on like, mm. you know, a, a, a one two mm. grand laptop. You really don't need it. Mm. Know, you just need something that's functional. It's so hard, it isn't is. it? Yeah. Yeah. I I remember when I got mm. my first yeah. paycheck. Yeah. Like I was all like, this money is mine. Spending <laughs> money and bought yeah. all this. Yeah, and yeah. bought all these things that. 
I probably didn't even need, and you're totally yeah. right. And I've I've only realized the value of how much drinks cost when I started working part time and realized you get like you pay one cocktail is equivalent to one hours of work. Yeah. <laughs> so Joe, uh, do you want to tell us a little bit about credit cards and how you take advantage of them? Yeah, sure, of course. Um, so to be honest, I was in credit card debt when I when I left uh, Sydney for my job in Dubai, wow. and then I realized like, wow, not worth it. Twenty percent interest mm, every month. So so much. First things first is pay it off. Um, mm-hmm. Even though it was like I think it was just two grand, mm-hmm. but it was a priority to get it um, paid off. Mm-hmm. Credit cards, if used, if you use it and and and, and uh, if you, if you use it properly, um, you can absolutely take advantage of what your credit card can offer. Right. So, for example, when I moved back, um, there's a lot of um, you know you can get credit cards with. Um, points and things like that mm-hmm. um, one of the things that I would still like to do is travel um, we've got we've got a credit card that has um, that gives us um, Qantas frequent flyer points mm-hmm. and we've actually redeemed um, you know first class tickets for our honeymoon um, wow. to to the US um, that's so cool via the US to South that's America and, and you know that's something that I can never imagine affording ever in my life and we use yeah, it or paying for yeah. it like exactly paying with hard cash yeah. now, now <laughs> Nowadays, business class and first class travel is not no longer you know double or triple the amount of price of economy. It's something ridiculous, yeah. um, especially for a long haul flight. Right. So we've been um, using our, our credit card for for points and things like that. Mm-hmm. And the most important thing with credit card is making sure you pay off the monthly balance in a timely manner. Because right. otherwise, then you could get charged that 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 um, percentage. So if you if you know how to spend it within what you can afford on a monthly basis, mm. um, I actually think credit card is is a, a plus that you can you know use the benefits of. Um, everyone again, everyone's everyone's different, um, and I think it's finding what what works for yourself. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for sure, it's awesome. 
anywhere within that spectrum. Um, starting with you, Joe, the first area is budgeting slash keeping track of your expenses. Uh, I think probably between the A and B, I think I've been doing all right in, in that area. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sounds it. It's pretty yeah. good. <laughs> Oh gosh. Okay. I hope my parents are not, will never listen to this, but I'm going to give myself an E. Oh man. Wow. That's harsh. Why is that? I've actually never really budgeted. I don't know. Is E a pass? No, it's a fail. I think it's a hard, it's fail. I think D is a pass. D is like borderline. Okay. Yeah. Right, so F is like a hard fail, E is yeah. soft fail. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Alright, well I'm not too far, I think I'm between the two of you, so I'm going to give myself a B minus slash C plus. Only because I have kind of a broad brush window of what I think that I should be spending, and within that it's not like I track every dollar. So whether that week it goes toward really fancy teas or you know a new skincare item mm-hmm. I don't really track the specifics but but it's more just like a window mm-hmm. that I have that I know I can okay. use next area debt this includes student loans other loans feeling on credit cards personal loans car loans so what does that mean like I'm gonna pick my rating based on where am I with debt or well I've got yes. massive debt because of a, of a house loan um, that's like a I don't know 20 30 I years. think house loan is slightly it's different, different yeah. but yes um, yeah more personal loan slash student loans yeah, yeah don't have any loans so yeah I guess A A, a slash oh, B A plus death. A plus zero debt uh huh awesome yep um, I I would also give myself an A plus. I have no loans apart from our mortgage as mm. well. I want to say something. And yes, I think what I think <laughs> this is also a very Asian thing. It's like cash, pay the cash. It is very much <laughs> instilled in us. Yeah, like it's instilled into us to not have too much of a personal debt. Mm, interesting. I'm not sure if you guys feel the same. I definitely would agree with that. Okay, so the next area is savings. Uh, savings for things like sh- your short-term goals. Okay. Wait, wait can you explain mm-hmm. that? So short-term goal meaning end of year travel. Maybe you want to, yeah, maybe you want to go on a trip or, you know, invest in a new business or buy a car or save for your brother's education. Joe, <laughs> <laughs> mm, you go. Uh, we're, probably at a, we're probably at a B, um... With, with mm-hmm. savings for short-term goals. And I guess because we just recently had a large expense of purchasing another business. So by having said that, that's that's mm-hmm. a good investment. Um, mm-hmm. But mm. I think, um, you know, having said that, well, once we've done that, we probably would, um, you know, it would just take us maybe a half a year to a year to save up again to, to you know, make any other large purchases. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um. I think I would be give myself a solid B plus. Hmm, pretty good in terms of savings. So um, I put away. Alex and I have a joint savings account. It's not necessarily like it's not necessarily for short term goals per se, but we do have a savings account that we both put money into. 
I would say I'm probably an A with this. I always have been a pretty big person with savings. Okay, so these last two are more long-term focus now. Saving for retirement slash keeping tabs on your super. And for the non-Australians listening, this is kind of your RSP or your retirement savings that we have in Australia, which is a great reason to move to Australia because you get an automatic 9% on top of whatever your pay is Yeah, put into a savings account for you. Yeah, for me, I, 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 I look into my super account every maybe two or three months, maybe change some of the investment options to um, get a higher return. Mm. But it, seems, it looks like it's growing. Mm. I like to think it is. It hasn't dropped. Uh, just annoys yeah. me sometimes with the administration <laughs> fees. Um, but ho- hopefully, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's, it's going fine. So I think for me, it's a A or B. Yeah. Daph? Oh, gosh. I'm going to give myself an E. <laughs> Mm-hmm. on this you know i think a lot of people would also be in the same boat it's just something that's not really fun or easy to think about yeah your superannuation but mm. i had a meeting with a financial advisor last year and like i got re- quite scared because one of the questions they ask you is you know what is your retirement plan what type of life do you want to li- live when you can no longer work and if you want to live a decently good life, you, you can actually work out. And this is how much money you need to have for at least 10, yeah. 15 years, whatever yeah. the amount. Yeah. Even if it's 50K a year. Mm. So in saying that, I really should try harder, but also I'm really scared. So I just don't want to think about it, which I'm also really great at doing. It's in the too hard basket. <laughs> Correct. I'm like... I, for me, I'm like, I might die tomorrow. Who knows? So live <laughs> life to the fullest now. June? I give myself, I would probably say a B. So prefacing this with in my early 20s, I was an F in this area because I've worked since I was like 15 for as long as I can remember. And every time you start a new job, they would sign you up to their Mm. automatic super plan, whatever their preferred provider was. So at one point, I had six different super providers. So that's six times the administration fees and the annual fees, blah, blah, blah. So I remember looking into it when I was like 24 or something and realizing I had like close to zero dollars in super, even though I'd worked all these different jobs just because I had six different accounts. So from that point, I um, really freaked out because I realized it is actually my money that I was not like paying attention to. And so from that point, I have been quite diligent about, you know, being conscious of my super, putting into it into an investment strategy with a risk ratio that I'm comfortable with. Um, I think my next level would be once James and I, when we get back to Australia to put in extra money towards our super. I know it's not for the really long term, but there are some tax benefits to that. And even even if it's like a little bit, like the blurb said $50, it still does add up because yeah. of compound interest. So, mm-hmm. But good on you for finding out, you know, that you've got all these different super yes. funds in your early 20s. Yes, because, it was very terrifying. Yeah, because I think even until now, a lot of people have no idea that they've got a lost super account yeah. somewhere. And but it is real money. It, it is. is your real money. Yeah. Look into your super, everyone. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So the last area is investing. So that might be in um, something like index funds or the share market, or it might be in property. In your case, Joanna, it might be businesses. 
Oh, I guess, I guess somewhere again between an A and B. We've, you know, we've we've bought a we've bought a place that we we intend to move into in the future. But at the moment, um, it's just better for us to uh, lease it out. So I guess mm-hmm. in some ways, it's an investment for us mm-hmm. for our future. And then in the year, mm-hmm. um, just I guess with my husband having his own businesses, he's he's invested in a, in the second business. So it, it seems to be going all right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Awesome. Uh, I'm going to give myself a C on this. Um, mm-hmm. A, I don't, I'm lucky enough that I have a property in Australia, which um, I'm renting out at the moment. But other than that, I'm mm-hmm. not super clued in in the whole investment. And I always think about reading up more about it to get better in it, mm-hmm. but I never do it. Um because I do have savings, I guess, that I could use for investing. Um, mm-hmm. I personally feel like I'm not making the money I have. It can be worked harder for myself, but I'm not currently mm-hmm. doing that. So I'm giving myself a C. Uh, for me, I think I would also give myself maybe a B minus C plus area. So a friend of ours, Jaws, and I were doing this 31 days of financial independence thing it's a series of vlogs that we read and kind of go through Mm -hmm. and that's definitely taught me a lot about investing and I recently stumbled upon the FIRE community which if any of you aren't familiar it stands for financial independence retire early and what they really push forward is investing in index funds which means that your money instead of sitting just in a regular savings and earning like nominal interest you're having more steady returns and because you're diversifying over lots of different companies you're reducing your level of risk and so that's something that I'm only just learning about now and I think it's really difficult for women to start thinking and talking about investing in that way and so it's something that I'm just starting to read more into and figure out. All right well Mm. thanks so much again for Mm -hmm. participating in those lightning rounds. Now's a part of our podcast where we ask our guests some frequently asked questions. questions. (laughs) Yeah. So once again, we do this section with all our guests. Um, We always ask them the same three questions um, with the idea that they might all be different. And it's just nice to see people giving us different answers to the same questions. So the first question Mm -hmm. I want to ask you, Joe, is something you wish your 20-year-old self knew. Mm-hmm. And it does not have to be related to yes. finance. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's so, like what I said just now, like it doesn't matter. You, you don't need the nicest piece of equipment or laptop or, or phone, you know, something that's, that functions well, it's, it's, it's good enough. And I think I, I kind of wish that I had someone explaining that to me because you probably, um, mm. you know, it would have been helpful. And, and you know what? I did that to mm. my younger brother. I was you know 30 and my oh, younger yeah. brother just came to uni and I, I told him about it and you know how how to how to save money how to how to budget and things like that um and I think he's done oh, really man. well for I himself I wish I had you as my oldest <laughs> <sibling>. <laughs> yeah and I think so I think part of me is um yeah wishing someone told me about it the next question something you'd like to say to your 40 year old self gosh when I'm in my 40 I hope I'm still working 
and I hope I've made it <laughs> even more in life. <laughs> Wait, is the expectation that you don't think you will be working then? I'm confused. I would still be working, but I hope that I'm in um, in a job that I truly enjoy and I'm really mm. making the most of my career. I, I hope that by mm. then I would have. Um, I guess reach the peak of my career or, or towards mm. the peak and then start planning for my retirement and my super then I guess yeah <laughs> amazing yeah we'll touch base touch again base. Then. <laughs> yeah <laughs> I think that's totally achievable uh, so the next question is what did you definitely want to do before you're 30 just because we're over 30 and it's more like yeah a- <laughs> Yeah, retrospective. Retrospective. Yeah. Well, I guess I wanted to see the world. I've done that, which is great. Wow. Um, yeah. With to... flying colors. A yeah. Plus plus. <laughs> wanted, and then you, you know what? You realize the world's so big. There's so much more to see, and you can still do mm-hmm. it after mm-hmm. you're, you know, throughout the rest of your life anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess you know, settling down and 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 starting a family. So. I guess that's on track, which is great. Wow, there you go. I think I've done what I wanted to do um, in my 30s. Yeah, I can't think of anything else specific. Okay. All right, well, thank you so much again for your time, Jo. Yes, thank you so much, Jo, for doing this. And also, I want to mention, we had 20 minutes of technical issues setting up before we had this chat. (laughs) Yes, so So, thank you for bearing with us. Thank you for being patient. (laughs) Thanks for having me, both of you. For all of our listeners, if you have any other financial pieces of advice or stories that you want to share, let us know. Reach out to us on Instagram. And Daph, what's our next topic going to be? Um, so for the next episode, June and I are going to be talking about reading a life-changing book and what that book might Ooh. be. Um, so I'm looking forward to that one. This is quite a nice light one. I feel like we've had a couple mm. of pretty intense episodes and this is yes. just going to be quite a fun Very one. Very intense. Yes. Mm-hmm. We um, promise. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, thank you so much for tuning in um, episode four and yeah. stay tuned for the next one. Bye. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.